Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, diamond, diamond. Experience! But Welcome to episode 15 of the Derek Diamond Experience Podcast. It is Monday, June 30th, 2014. I am your host, Derek Diamond, and hopefully you all had a fun and relaxing weekend, and hopefully this podcast will provide you with some sort of entertainment on your Monday, or later on in the week whenever you might be listening to this. It's kind of crazy to think that we're already at the end of June, so we're halfway through 2014. It It seems like yesterday that we were celebrating New Year's, and uh, it's, it's just it's crazy to think about. A uh, few things that have been going on with me. I actually had a nice, enjoyable day off the other day, which included, <clears throat> excuse me, included me finally getting back my PlayStation 4 so I can watch things like Netflix and the WWE Network on my TV and not have to do it on my iPad. Uh, I haven't really played any new video games. Uh, I actually have been getting into the show Arrow a lot. Uh, I've watched it off and on for the last couple of months, but since I had a day off, I knocked out about four or five episodes, I believe, in one day. And it's it, it starts out really slow, and the acting isn't that great. But after you get to episode 10 or 11, it gets really, really good. For those that don't know what Arrow is, it's based off the Green Arrow character from DC Comics. It's about this guy named Oliver Queen. He's a basically a billionaire brat who is stranded on an island for five years and learns uh, archery, martial arts, and he comes back to Starling City and decides to try and take down all the uh, organized crime, uh, corporate corruption, all that kind of stuff. But it is, it's getting really, really good. I, I highly recommend anyone who's, even if you're not into comics and you just enjoy a good show, watch it, but keep in mind that it does start kind of slow. Another thing I watched, uh, I actually went and saw the animated movie How to Train Your Dragon 2, which is funny because I have yet to see the first one. But uh, if you enjoyed the first one, you'll like the second one from what I've heard. And uh, it, it's about this uh, kid named Hiccup who basically has united his uh, Viking village who has been at war with dragons for years. He unites the humans and the dragons, so now they're all working together. And I won't give any major spoilers or anything, but it's uh, it's a really, really good movie. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And it's funny that I mentioned animation because my guest this week is a huge Disney fanatic. Her name is Whitney Menine. She is from the upcoming Lost Souls film. You may remember I interviewed uh, Brandy Merriweather and Kayla Campbell from that movie a couple of weeks ago. And what's cool about Whitney is she was actually born in Kissimmee, which is the home of Walt Disney World. So all you Disney fanatics will love this conversation. Uh, she talks about Frozen a little bit, and I actually get scolded for not having seen it yet. And I, as of this recording, I still have not. Hopefully I'll get to see it soon. 
But it is really enjoyable conversation. We talk about, you know, comedy movies, Disney, Lost Souls, of course. And it's it's just fun. And I'll end it with this. Um, if you're listening to it, you may notice that the audio sounds a little uh, a little off. And it's because listening back to the recording, in Whitney's audio, there was this kind of like crackling sound, and I'm not exactly sure why. So I was able to fix it as best I could. It's still a little noticeable, but it's much better than it was before. So I apologize for the sound issues. I will look into that, and hopefully we won't have to deal with that again. So sit back and listen to this fun conversation I had with Whitney Manine. Back here on the Derek Diamond Experience with my special guest this week from the Lost Souls film, Whitney Manine. Whitney, how's it going today? It's good. How are you? Pretty good. I'm just glad I was actually able to pronounce your name right. Yeah, it's a tricky one. No one could do it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, on my show a couple of weeks ago, I tried to pronounce your name along with some others because I was naming off a list of people that I have coming up and... I butchered it every time I tried it. <laughs> um, I understand. Good thing it's changing soon. Another one to butcher. <laughs> well, your upcoming name will be a tongue twister. So exactly. You should, yeah. Some new fun, exciting things to look forward to. So, first thing I wanted to ask you: Are you from this area, or did you? Are you from somewhere else? I've lived in Pensacola pretty much my whole life. Um, I do have family that's up in New York in the upstate area, so I spent the summers over there. Um, and I was born in Kissimmee. So, oh, nice, home of Disney World. Yes, actually, my mom could see the hospital from the hospital, um, Disney World, the castle and stuff. So, I guess I was born a natural princess, you could say destined to be special so are, are you a disney fanatic <laughs> i actually my side job is for enchanted parties oh yeah put them out there and um i do princesses on the weekend i'm a disney princess every weekend so i dress really? up as elsa anna cinderella ariel so i get to actually be a princess for a living and That's actually awesome. you know Kids say, what do you want to be when you grow up? A princess. Oh, I did. <laughs> so now you actually get to do I it. I actually am, yes. I love Disney. So this is a kind of a random question, but have you seen Frozen? Are you crazy? <laughs> because I have not. <laughs> okay, I guess you are crazy. <laughs> um, yes. Can you, can you explain this craze to me? Because this is... No, you can't explain it. You have to feel it, okay? Just let me dress up as Elsa and I'll come to your next show and I'll be her the whole time in character. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to think that that's like the grossest or the highest grossing animated film ever. It knocked of off like time. Toy Story, yes, which I thought would be impossible because the last one made a ton of money. Right. But. It's a sister bonding movie. It's all about, you know, woman power, not about the man. And it's just has comedy. It has action. It has tears. It's just great. Disney did so good. So... I guess growing up, you were a Disney fanatic. Like, what are some other Disney movies that you're a fan of? I love all Disney movies. I really can say I didn't know if I was a fanatic when I was a kid. It was just part of me, you know? Yeah, because um, you, grew, you grew up around that, I well, guess. Well, I, I grew up in Pensacola, but I just always have been interested in Disney. Like, 
Pocahontas was big when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So I was always Pocahontas everything. Like I was her. But I didn't actually go to Disney World until I was about eight. And then I didn't go again until my senior year in high school. And then since then, I've been a million times. Um, but I love everything Disney. And then my fiance, he's obsessed with ESPN, which is affiliated with Disney. Yep. So it's just great. And I can't say I have a favorite, though. Because I... There's a lot to choose from. I know. I mean, maybe Lion King, I think. Probably. That's a very good one. Yeah, Lion King or Cinderella is about to be coming out with a live action mm -hmm. movie. So that's probably my next favorite. Have you seen Maleficent? I'm waiting to see it. I actually had tickets and had to work. I'm like going crazy. Don't even talk about it. I want to watch it. I, I haven't seen it yet either. Everyone said it was amazing. So Angelina Jolie probably killed it. Um, she's like looks like a natural Maleficent. Yeah, when I first heard about that movie being made, because it's seemed like it was in production for years. Really was, yeah. And I saw the first poster of her as Maleficent, and I'm like, she is the perfect choice. Right. The time that she put in to get ready, they actually added prosthetic points on her mm -hmm. cheekbones and all this like intense detail. And I could only imagine she must have really felt like a villain. Yeah. Because the set was amazing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great film. I can't wait to see it. I love the line from the trailer when the girl is asking her to step out of the shadows. <laughs> She's like, are you afraid? Yes. No, well, why don't you come out? Because you'll be afraid. Exactly. So humble. <laughs> yeah. So what made you want to get into acting? Because, I mean, we're here mostly to talk about the Lost Souls film. Was there, like, a certain movie that made you want to try this acting thing? See, what's different about me is... It was never like, I want to be an actress. It was always, I want to be a dancer. I want to be a singer. I want to be an actress. I want to be a model. I want to do it all. Like, I'm very um, multifaceted. But I was never a movie person. I was more of a sitcom, reality. Not, okay. not reality, like, everyone loves Raymond, King of Queens, Yes, Dear. I'm obsessed with those kind of shows, like... The classic sitcoms. Classic sitcoms. I'm a sitcom fiend. So Friends, you know, just all of those. And that's what really pursued me. I was watching Disney Channel one day. Go figure. And I said, I belong on Disney Channel. And, like, their sitcom shows. Like, the old school ones. Like, Lizzie McGuire mm -hmm. and Hannah Montana. Like, those were when I was watching it. And I said, I could do this. Why am I not doing it? And then I watched King of Queens. I said, this this is possible. I'm going to go after it. And so I just went after it within the next maybe a year and a half ago. I, I pursued it and it's been carrying me really far. So that was more of my inspiration other than just a specific movie that got my attention. Once you decided that you wanted to get into acting, did you take like any classes? Right. Yeah. Um, I actually reached out to a friend who I knew has been in some commercials and done some work. Her name is Jessica George. And she um, sent me over to a class act studio with Darla um, and AMC's talents and Marie. So I took all of their sessions, their acting classes, and that just took off from there. It was just, bam, happened so fast. They're awesome, and I recommend it for anyone that wants to get involved in acting to start with them, for sure. Who would you say are some of your influences, like actors or actresses, that you think are just mm. absolutely amazing? Well, again, it's going to go relate to sitcom and movie. I love Jennifer Aniston. 
Mm-hmm. I really do love her. She's just evolved so much from being this random girl on a sitcom to look where she's at now yeah. in major films. And she always comes to my mind. I mean, that's just always my go-to. Like when I think of when I'm channeling characters, I could I could channel her, you know. Um, but I love comedy. Like I'm really a huge fan of Will Ferrell. I I love Will Ferrell. I mean, he can literally just put me in tears in like three seconds. He just has to look at me, and I'll be like, "You're just so funny." Um, so you're obviously a huge Anchorman fan. Yes, love Anchorman. I my favorite movie though by him is Step Brothers. I mean, that's a really really. good I have one. like three copies. I don't even know how I have three copies at my house. Um, I guess <laughs> I just remembered. I love this. Let me buy it again. Yeah, so they're probably my two favorites. I'm not your classic like. Oh my god, I love Brad Pitt. I mean, I love Clooney. Clooney's my man. But I have my two, and I stick to them. I'm very out there. I'm really random with my picks. It's funny you mention Will Ferrell, because we're going through this phase at work now, because we don't have games till next week, so (laughs) we get distracted really easily at work. And we've been quoting a lot of Will Ferrell, SNL, Anchorman, uh, stepbrother stuff. Yeah, stepbrothers. I mean, your apartment looks like there's so much room for activities. I just so, so much excited. room for activities. We must be best friends. Yeah. Yep. I love that movie. Trust Did we just me. become best friends? Yep. 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 I know. That's my movie. <laughs> One thing that doesn't really get talked about now as much, I guess just because he's become this huge movie star, is his SNL stuff. Right. It's classic. Now, if you pull up SNL on YouTube, he, I guarantee it will be on there easily. Like, the cheerleading outfit in real feral like that's a go-to halloween costume for years to come the bill brasky segments are great i just love him i mean he's no matter how old he gets he'll stay funny like jim carrey you know yeah just solid great people too everyone that i've um talked to when i was on a set for a movie they said that will ferrell it was the hair and makeup lady who's worked with him i actually met her before oh nice and she said that he is the nicest most genuine down-to-earth guy that you will ever meet in hollywood and she cannot say that about a lot of people and that you would he was just the nicest person like he'll do anything for anyone it's not about the fame for him it's really about he loves what he does he loves making people laugh he really do i feel like that is genuine and that's why he's so talented because it's it- not fake have you seen Anchorman 2? I can't see it yet. I've been waiting again. Trust me. You don't understand. These are the two movies that I've been dying to see, and I've been held back. And now I'm almost waiting till it just comes out so I could buy it. And I don't, like, I'm just, you know, I don't want to rent it. I want to own it and watch yeah. it. I think Anchorman it. 2 is out. Is it ready to buy on Blu-ray yet? Because I've yeah. seen it on, um, Net, not Netflix, what is it called? The little red box thing? Yeah. Yeah, good. Then I'm yeah, it probably should be, leave here and go get it. It should be out in stores. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm as soon as we finish this interview, I'm going to go get the new Mario Kart game. So yes, exactly. I, I know how you feel. Right. Um, besides Disney, what were some of your favorite movies growing up? Um, they all were Disney related. I don't think anyone's going to know this movie, but growing up, a, a big movie for me that I've been looking for. So if anyone knows where I could find it, email me. Um, Smart House. That sounds that familiar. Movie? The house that talked. Um, the girl from. What's that show? Love and Marriage. What's that show called? Also I'm come, um, trying to my... think. I know what movie you're talking about because okay. that name sounds yes. familiar. Well, I don't think I've seen it, but I recognize the They put the stuff on the floor and it went away. The house came alive. It was a smart house. I was so obsessed with that movie. You don't even know. Like, 
when it stopped airing, I a part of me died. And Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, like Zetas Lapidus, like I was Disney movie, their movies that were actual movies, not animation movies, I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my growing up movies. Once I got older, it just went into comedy. I'm all about comedy, comedy, comedy. That's my passion. I hardly ever did scary movies, which is funny because I play in one. Um, Brandy and Kayla said no. The none of us thing. watch scary movies. Absolutely, that's not. ironic how that turns out. Totally ironic. I think that's why because we were naturally scared. We weren't acting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I remember my first comedy movie I saw that was bad. I saw it with my cousins, and it was Meet the Parents. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's always a been one. a staple for me. That movie as well. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. What about some of the uh, current comedies? Like, are you a fan of the Hangover movies? Yeah, I like the Hangover. Um, I like Zach Galifianakis. I <laughs> say his name. I watched his stand up on, on Netflix when he was on the piano before the movie came out, and I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I like Due Date more than Hangover, though. Really? Surprisingly, it's odd. I'm just. Due date is pretty underrated. It really is underrated. I mean, that movie has some lines that I use to this day, and people don't know where they're at. They're just laughing. I mean, it's great. And the movie I just recently saw in theaters that was awesome was Neighbors. That was actually filmed in New Orleans, some. So, and I'm a huge Zac Efron fan. Talking about his body, that is. Don't get me in trouble here in his face. <laughs> He's like my second husband. So, ladies, watch out. Um. <laughs> That movie was really funny. The girl from Bridesmaids was in it. The main... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The main... Uh, Kristen Wiig? I'm not Kristen Wiig. Um, the, the the good, perfect bridesmaid. I'm not sure of her name. The one that was all proper. The best friend. Uh, the maid of honor. Maya Rudolph? Her best yeah. friend. She's underrated. She's breaking out still. But she... I'll remember the name. You'll remember later. I'm sure people know what we're talking about. But she was in it, and she actually has an Australian... She's from Australia, I think, because she had an Australian accent in the movie, and that was not portraying an accent. That was really her. Oh, okay. And that movie was funny. I mean, and I'm not into the movie that has the frat boy, you know, like... Like, what's Will Ferrell's movie that he was in? Um, Old School. Yeah. Like, I'm not super into that stuff, but this had me dying. Like, it was great. That's my new favorite comedy. So go see The Neighbors. Yeah, y'all should go watch it. It was pretty funny. And Zach's like shirtless the whole time, so go well, watch go, it. You can't go wrong with that, right? Even if the sound's off, I love that movie. So it's great. <laughs> um, next thing, I guess we can go ahead and move into uh, Lost Souls. How did you get involved with it? That was also... Um, I have a lot of luck. I could just say that. A lot of it's hard work, but a lot of it is luck. Being at the right place at the right time. You know, that's everyone, I think, that gets involved in this business. I was part of a meet group that we found on Facebook, like a, um actors meetup at Sunny's Barbecue. And I gave Colleen my headshot and my resume and my business card. Time went by. She contacted me on Facebook with an audition. I was super sick at the time with the flu and had a lot going on. And I said, I'm going to try to make it. So I scheduled it. I wasn't going to go because I was sick. I said, I'll be there. It was on a fluke. Showed up, went to the audition. She called me back, said, you got the job of a reporter. I was like, awesome. Wasn't expecting to get a, a job. She calls me back immediately after. She's like, actually, no. I want you as the one of our leads as Kathleen. And I was like, even better. Awesome. Nice. So she really reviewed the tapes, I guess, and just saw me differently. And she ended up changing her four main characters were supposed to be male, like all men. And it ended up being 
only one guy and all girls. We were that strong of auditions and roles. That's awesome. It's totally great. Woman power, right? And so it was just, I did it. And she's like, it's not going to be, you know, this big time thing. But experience is experience. And a movie is a movie. No matter what you do. Take everything that comes at you when you're starting out. Even when you're big. Take all of them. It's, you know, experience. So just met her through the meet and greet, I guess. Facebook, thank you. That's how I met her, too. Right. Yeah, I met, uh, I think it was back in January, they had a filmmaker's meet and greet at uh, Sonny's Barbecue. Yes, that's the one. Oh, you were there, too? I, I'm pretty sure I was there. Colleen was there. She got up and spoke. Yeah. Um, yep, I was there. Oh, small world. Exactly. Yeah, there was, was there a ton too. of people. Yeah. A ton of people there. There's a ton of people in this small yes. room. It's probably about the same size as this room right, right now, maybe. Right, and... um. I gave her my headshot, talked to her. She put me on file, and I just got, like I said, I got lucky. It's crazy how that happens, because I remember I was there mostly to promote my freelance stuff. Right. And I ended up working on the film crew at Pensacon. Awesome, And then making connections to start doing this show. Because I've had the idea for this for a while, but... You you have to know the right people. Yeah. And it's all about timing. It really is. Yeah. It's it's very true, and especially being such a small town, and we have all this great talent, and they just don't know where to put it. They don't know where to who to call to make it happen. It's a shame that movies can't be made here. I know that's a whole other day. Yeah, that's a whole other <laughs> podcast. I, exactly. And I know exact. I could have like three or four different people on here and talk about that. Yeah. Because I even the drive to and from work every day. Like if I maybe take a different route back here i'll see some old building or a cool looking building i'll think it would be such a cool place to shoot we have beaches we have lakes we have rivers we have swamp we have we have history this was like the first discovered town ever in florida like technically yeah i mean we have navy bases we have military come on and we even have like we're so close to other stuff i mean florida's perfect one day one day we could dream. Hopefully so. Yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah. Was Lost Souls the first film you ever worked on? It was my first um, lead role. I worked on a film, the film called Focus by Will Smith that was in New Orleans. That's coming out soon. Um, and I was like an extra a couple of times on it. I That was like my first actually like being a part of a huge blockbuster how did you scene. how did you get a role for that i when i was doing classes at a class x studio i signed up with um some websites like my casting file and some extra websites and it sent me it sends me auditions like movies that are being filmed and where they're going to be filmed and what parts they need so i made an account and i reached out and they contacted me and said that i was a perfect fit for the role and i went after it and i just did it and i went to new orleans and i filmed new orleans is booming right now yeah absolutely but it's difficult because the pay is great for an extra if you live there I mean, you could make $300 from just a day of just hanging out on set. Mm-hmm. But if you're driving, staying the night, the money's really not great. But I did it for the experience, and I love Will Smith. And I wanted to be a part of his film. How so, long were you there for the shoot? or how? The day was supposed to be one day, like six hours. I was there overtime at least 15. It wow. was from morning till next morning. It was long, and it was in the Superdome. 
So we had to sit in every single seat and section. A section is like broke up of two. We had to sit in every single section through the whole entire Superdome and film every wow. single spot. The same thing as a fan in the stands. That sounds terrible. It was miserable, <laughs> but it was fun. I met a lot of great people. I got a lot of contacts, and I have a place to go if I need some people to stay in New Orleans. I mean, it oh, was worth cool. it. Yeah, I mean, you're with them for 12 hours. You get kind of close. They feed you, um, and I actually got some screen time, too, in a couple nice. of scenes. They actually moved me up, and I'm actually on camera as a featured extra. So it worked out. It was great, and if I kept doing it, if it wasn't so far... I'm sure I could. People really could get far starting that way. I have to keep my, my I have to keep my eye out for you when yeah, that movie I'm comes stand out. Stand in the stand. You'll see me. Um, that was my first. That's actual cool. Film, yeah. People don't realize how long the process takes. Still, no, of yeah. Just the filming. Right. It's. Insane. I mean that that audition was a while ago, and it's not even probably going to come out until 2015. Really? That movie. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's And it's crazy. called Focus? Focus. Yeah, you can look it up online. There's some stuff online about it because um, he has some risks with his co-star. <laughs> but, like, they filmed, though, it just depends on the film because they filmed Neighbors in New Orleans when I was, not Neighbors, 22 Jump Street, mm-hmm. which is coming out this weekend. And while I was filming Focus, it was the set over from me were filming that movie and they needed spring breakers so all the spring break scenes that you see and all of the party scenes is all in new orleans with locals i actually knew three of the girls that did that scene as well um someone said to me do you want to be in a room um with channing tandem shirtless i was like uh what (laughs) yes i do it's like well come on they need some extras and you could come and be a part of it they only need 15 people so it was a literally i'm acting with him and um but I already had checked out of my room and was already heading back and I'd been on set for 12 hours. I just couldn't do it. I was like, I wish. So, you know, it's a long process, but that movie's out before Focus. So that's crazy. Just shows you I haven't even seen 21 Jump Street yet. Really? Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I've heard mixed things about yeah, it. Yeah. It's more, a hit or miss. I've heard more good than bad, but like the people that don't like it really don't like it. It's like those action comedies. Yeah. So you have to like an action comedy. You know, like it reminds me of like Rush Hour. Yeah. (laughs) Action comedy. So what is, getting back to Lost Souls, what is Lost Souls actually about? God, where's Colleen when you need her? (laughs) Her mind is so interesting. Um, She had a dream. I'm sure you all have heard this story before. Maybe not. Um, She had a dream, well, a nightmare, woke up and wrote it down and was so stricken up by it. She has had to make it into a production. So she contacted her dad, and her dad helped her, and she got it off the roll. It's very similar to not gory like Saw movie gore and not ghostly like paranormal activity, but more under the lines of pagan, witchcraft, um, you know, like, it has a lot of history behind it. It's right. a very intricate, detailed, awesome plot line. It's not just, I'm going to go kill a bunch of girls in the woods movie. Mm-hmm. So it's a horror movie with a storyline that could be taken into two or three different movies. Absolutely. It just leaves you with a cliffhanger. But the premise, I can't say too much without giving it away. It's like oh, one I, of those I movies. Yeah. yeah. I understand. But if you like 
witchcraft and you know ancient like pagan rituals and like history and like to be scared and unexpected and like to figure out stuff it's kind of like a little bit of a mystery then you'll absolutely love it and if you like seeing people die then you'll really love it too <laughs> some people do uh what's your character that you play my character is kathleen um or cat you can call me cat and she is a paranormal pensacola paranormal investigator we are a PPI group of people that go out and we investigate ghosts and, you know, creepy things like that. Colleen actually did not like somebody um, growing up called Kathleen. <laughs> hate to put her on blast. And every movie she ever writes or script she writes, she puts her in the movie as the one that she doesn't like and she kills them off. <laughs> That's so funny. I am the one that she doesn't like, and she put me in the movie. So my character's kind of bitchy, snobby, stuck up, likes my makeup, but wants to go hunt ghosts. So I'm an interesting one to watch. It's fun. It was a fun character to play. I got to channel my inner inner bitch and horror, so it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think playing like a really bitchy or a psycho person would actually be a lot of fun because like, yeah. I was saying it to brandy and kayla as well oh, yeah. you get you get to act a way that you don't get to in real life right me being a nanny i'm a nanny and a princess so you can understand how opposite um this movie is for me my family that i nanny for bless their hearts like okay um well i'm see you later i'm gonna go off to get my face cat my face cast made so they could um go rip out my eyeball or murder me or kill me somehow you know stab me in the face um and then i'll be next weekend i'll be playing cinderella so i'll see ya i'll see ya like it doesn't make sense my life's very random <laughs> from murder victim to disney princess exactly they should do a combo um it's different. It's very different. But it was interesting, and I'm glad I could learn it. And it's not as scary when you're acting it out. I can imagine it was a lot of fun. But watching it, I don't know. I might have to go to the bathroom a couple of times. <laughs> well, I, I'm excited to see it whenever it comes out. Yeah, me too. Do you have any funny uh, on-set stories God. that you could tell? And I might be putting you on the spot a no, little bit. No, yeah, but... there's some funny ones. I'm trying to think of my favorite one. Um Maybe the last day of my rap where, without giving it away too much, they have to do a special effect. And I'm holding something down that is being filmed. So I, my hands are just holding it down, but my hands aren't being seen. Colleen's holding it next to me, and one of our special effects guys, Eric, is holding the other end. He's underneath it, squirting blood up in the air. So the camera angle's kind of getting, you know, the blood going right. vertical. But they said it wasn't going to touch me or him. It was just going to go straight up. So we're holding it. We're filming it. And we have to be quiet because it's a no sound take. So the blood's squirting up. Everything's fine. We're not getting dirty. And then he aims it at me and Colleen just slightly. And he's just squirting it. And it's hitting me in the face. Hitting me in the face. It's just blood's literally dripping down my eye. It's into my, my, my lips. It's all over Colleen. And we're trying so hard not to laugh. And he's kept doing it. He did not mercy until there was nothing left in that little device he had i was so upset and then finally they cut and i was like you oh my <laughs> god you know i couldn't say anything so i went after him and just like lathered him with a bloodbath but you didn't crack during the i take, did though, not so that's awesome anything. yes i was so careful i just stood there and it was like psh, psh, psh. and i'm like all right okay this is happening like 
that's hilarious. <laughs> so that was interesting. Good way to end the day. Uh, funny onset stories are the best. Yeah. And I, I love one cool thing and one reason why I still collect DVDs is to see like outtakes yeah. and behind the scenes. You really stuff. learn the character and the actor. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. agree. I watch that's, that before the movie sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's something that I think they should add on Netflix is more yeah, behind the right. scenes stuff. That would be really awesome. They've got a few documentaries like about behind the scenes stuff in general, but not catered to specific movies. Makes you want to buy the DVD, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. For the sales. Um, this is jumping around a little bit, but we were talking off air about your dad being in a band. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why this really, really interests me. What kind of band is he in? <sighs> okay. Well, sorry, Dad, if you're listening. My dad's, you know, 40-something going on 19-something. He's a rock star at heart. Um, he's done everything from country to soft rock to soul to even trying 50-cent covers. Um, that ended very shortly. Um, but he does some covers, and he has some originals. He His main band that he was in is called Tongue and Groove, and you can find him on Facebook. And it's kind of classic rock. Um and they had him as the singer and his other friend that I grew up with, bandmate named Jim. But now he's with another band, and I think they do more modern rock. So they have, like, I'm not a really good rock person, so I'm, this is not really good for me. But, um, like, you know the old song, Lips of an Angel? By, is that Hinder? Yes, that's They Hinder. do more Hinder-type stuff, um, okay. you know. And then they also have, like, their classic prints, like, I know he's done Prince before. And That's then cool. Purple Rain was like my first song I ever learned from him that I am obsessed with to this day to sing. So they take it, Purple Rain, they make it to a rock song. So they take spins on stuff. It's oh, really okay. neat. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And you were also mentioning that your brothers are like huge gamers or something yeah, like so are do you, do you do in <laughs> do you do any of the nerdy stuff like video games I mean or? my childhood was spent old school Nintendo my job was just <laughs> that's it fixing the cartridge that was my job and then when you die can I play can I play <laughs> come on oh when I die and he dies and you could die and then we'll play I never got to play um but we grew up with Zelda and you know the classics, like even Paperboy. Paper Paperboy uh, was was my stuff. That's the first time I've heard Paperboy mentioned in really probably a decade. Yeah. Oh my gosh! No one ever Paper talks Girl. About that Does anyone yep. hear a Paper Girl? Yeah, Paper okay, Girl. Okay, yeah. I was Paper Girl, and then the random Sonic the Hedgehog game that was on the wrong. It had like the seven up outside of like the the way it looked the picture, yeah. but it was actually Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. It was totally weird. And then Mario Paint with the mouse pad for the old school Nintendo. That was my stuff. Yeah. So I grew up with it. It kind of faded. And then I got into a really bad Sims phase where I was like hardcore Sim addict. I think everyone's been in their Sims phase. <laughs> so, but I kind of drifted. But um, my fiance is obsessed with FIFA on the, on the PlayStation. So I don't have a choice. And I'll just every now and then show him my old school skills and kick his ass and then go sit down and bake cookies because I roll like that. It's got to be even worse now with the World Cup going on. Oh, my gosh. He is glued to the TV. He will not leave. I'll be on the phone. Then he'll go. And I'm like, okay, okay. But, um, yeah, he's excited. So <laughs> I, I game, but I'm not like my brothers. Definitely Listen, not. You mentioned Sonic. I don't know if you know this, but they announced a couple of days ago that a Sonic movie 
is in the works. That's awesome. That was a fun game. Which is disappointing because I'm like, I want to be the one to make it. Because I grew up, I grew grew up a huge Mario, Sonic, and Zelda fan. Zelda, see, Zelda, yeah, yeah. Like my ultimate goal, like if everything were absolutely perfect, would be to make a Legend of Zelda. That would be awesome. They need that. It's got a great story to it. I mean, with some people, it might be perceived as like a Lord of the Rings ripoff. But if people knew the story, then then it wouldn't be. It's not because I mean. My favorite part of Zelda before I understood the concept was just going to the houses and collecting all the free stuff that was hiding. That was my goal, just to find free things. Um, you just walk in, break all the pots, yeah, take all the money, yeah, and leave. And then just say hello and just, you know, I don't know. Something about Zelda is just so innocent. And it's yeah. just so like one man against the world, conquering mm-hmm. everything. And that's not really Lord of the Rings to me. You know, it's similar for people that don't know. But that would make an awesome, like, almost like a superhero in a way yeah you know and costumes for that and it would go so far it just needs to happen to get you the right people (laughs) yeah definitely uh last thing do you have any social media that you want to plug for lost Um, souls you can find me on facebook at whitney marie that's my fan page um lost souls colleen's in the works of making a website um i think she got held up with something but she will be able to tell you more of that. I well, as soon as it gets posted, anything Lost Souls related it is on my fan page, which is Whitney Marie. At, um, you can find it on Facebook. Just type that in, or you could type in my email, which is m a n e e n zero eight at gmail dot com. I post all articles, all content, showings, premieres, all that, and we will hopefully be um, premiering the movie at the Gulf Breeze Theater. Um, they offered to show our premiere there. So we'll That's get to great. be on a big screen. So it's kind of cool and nerve Yeah, that is really cool. <laughs> I right. see myself mess up. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you very much for doing the interview. This was yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great. I'm glad. I hope you all enjoy the movie. That'll do it for this week's show. Thanks again to Whitney Menine for coming on for that really fun conversation. And I'll be talking with some more people from Lost Souls in the future. Next week, we will be going into the world of art with freelance artist and former Disney Interactive employee Matt Doring. So definitely stay tuned for that next week. And don't forget, you can follow this show on Twitter at ddiamondexp. Find us on Facebook at The Derek Diamond Experience, and you can follow me personally on Twitter at Derek underscore Diamond. And that'll do it. See you guys next week. I'll see you later, mate.